0: Protectorate Productions, Comedy Showcase. Here we go. Caffeine, oh caffeine, I'm crying for you. You've done all the things that I've asked you to do. There's just one more thing I need for I'm through. Caffeine, oh caffeine, I'm crying for you.
1: So, anyway, we're just kind of... Hey, whoa, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I got to brag on you. Brag? Brag! (sighs) Roy is the best guitar player the
0: world has ever known. I'm not kidding. As a matter of fact, I'll prove it. I'll prove it. You said any song. Any song. Okay. Roy says if you call out any song, he'll be able to play it. Wildwood Flower. I heard Wildwood Flower. Did anybody hear Wildwood Flower? All right, let's play that. That's
1: good. Y'all remember, what, some of you know Wildwood Flower, right? Let's see if this is it. Yeah, throw it. <laughs> all right, I'm back, I'm back there. All right. That's it! Hey.
0: hey. All right, all right. I think we should do one more. Is that somebody out in the audience. It just one orange blossom special. <laughs> right, orange blossom special. Right. I gotta tell you about orange blossom special. Oh yeah. Last nice. year we got stuck on the orange blossom special, and that's a train. And so I wrote this song.
1: Three years ago. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Oh, there it is. so last year we got stuck on the train. So I wrote this song. Three years ago. Alright. I will sing you a song about the Orange Blossom Special. It's a sad, sad song about the Orange Blossom Special. And we had a plan on the Orange Blossom Special.
1: And we thought we'd never get on the Orange Blossom Special. All right, all right, he's done well, hasn't he? One more, no, one No, 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 don't, don't push it, don't push it. Don't push it, that's fine. They're convinced. They're well, if they're convinced about you, I'm convinced about me. You know, folks, I am the best tub player anybody in this room has ever known. I don't. You Are you kidding me? I can hardly hear what you're just doing before. And I had to help you tune it up. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But I can prove what I say. No, I
0: about that. What do y'all think? No. Anybody in this room ever seen another tub play? <laughs> I'll rest my case. <laughs> Let us do another one, another comedy. Uh,
1: by the way, hey, why don't you just do it? Why don't you tell
2: us to tell the folks what you've been doing lately? Hold on, hold on, on, on. <laughs>
1: Tell them what you've been doing i've been sleeping <laughs> yeah why in the world have you been sleeping i gotta get my beauty rest well that's true yeah that's <laughs> true yeah <laughs> yeah what have you been doing well i got me a new dating service this is a valentine banquet mm. and i got me a new sir new a big company you know and so i'm i'm ready to To start matching up people for dates. No! Yeah, yeah. You want to date? I don't want to date you! (laughs) I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about, did you want me to set you up with one of these pretty gals out here? Oh, they wouldn't want me.
0: I'm pretty sure of that. I can't even turn a page. (laughs) But what about it? Yeah, I guess I kind of like that. I kind of like that, yeah. Hey, what you do?
1: You fill out this piece of paper right here? Uh, Roy. What? Can you do it? I don't write too good. You don't? Okay, I'll do it then. Let's see here. Get my pen out here. All right, uh, let's see here. Name? You know my name. Okay, Clam Other. Yeah. What's your occupation? What's that? That's where you work. That's your, that's your job. Oh, my job. Yeah. Professional hillbilly. Yeah, really? Hillbilly.
0: Yes, sir. Matter of fact, I am so good at my job,
1: I'm going to get rich out of you. Bitty, they're they're going to put me in the movies. The movies? On movies. All right. So, occupation. Let's see here. All right. Let's see. Future movie star. <laughs> Future movie star is what you want to put Future on that movie page. star. Yeah. Now, yeah. I need your uh, social security number. Now, how? Uh, what, what, why do you need that book? Well, because we gotta know who you are. But you know who I am. Well, I know who you are. But whoever's looking at this here, when my company gets big, and I'm not around, but we got they gotta know who you are. All right. Well, Mama
0: always told me never to give out my Social Security number. So I better write it down. Okay. All right. Here's penny. pen. All right. Let's. see. Four, seven, five, nine, two, one, three, five. Well, I guess it's time for our next segment. Um, I'd like an Arnold Palmer, please. Oh, you wimpy man. Go ahead, order your Arnold Palmer. Huh. But then, try Arnold Schwarzenegger. You'll be back. This is not a real product, and is not actually endorsed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Honey, this toilet paper is so soft! I know, but I need to warn you. Warn me? Ha! Ha! It's so luxurious! Yes, but you really shouldn't… Oh yes, I should! Did you know that Noah's brand toilet paper is the world's first and only 22-ply toilet paper? Yes, dear, but it makes using the bathroom a breeze. That's true enough, as long as you don't... Oh, That's disgusting! Noah's brand toilet paper. So soft, so luxurious. Just don't flush, or there'll be another flood. Oh, baby, where do we put the outboard motor? Shut
1: up! Shut
0: up! And now, Professor Periwinkle with a point to ponder. They say Peter Piper picked a pickle pickled peppers, but you can't pick pickled peppers, you pickled peppers. So I postulate that it was pickling peppers Peter Piper picked. Well, we have a special guest today in studio, Professor Periwinkle will take your calls. Professor, it's great to have you here. Oh yes, I am very glad to be here. I tell you what, it's been a while since I've been on your program, and I'm very thankful to finally uh, be able to, uh, to share my wisdom with everyone around. Well, yes, we're very glad you're here, Uh you're here, I believe, to take some calls. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. That's correct. Well, Professor Periwinkle is ready to take your calls. Ah, we have a caller. Caller one. Uh, we have a t- caller one. Uh, I believe she's a teacher from Unshoe Elementary School. Uh, Miss Donna Wattadoo, what is your question? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, should I let this kid go to the bathroom? Hmm, is he doing a dance? Yes, yes he is. How skillful is he? Not bad, actually. Is his skin changing colours? Yes, he looks a bit greenish. It's probably best you let him go, then. I would. But he already did. Our third caller is our own Edward Motional. Ed, what's up? Dude, I gotta ask, like, is, like, the glass half full, or, or is it, like, half empty, dude? That, my boy, is a very good question. The glass was indeed half full, but now it is completely empty, as I have drank the contents down to the last drop. Wow, Professor. Nice answers. Is there anything you don't know? You know, know, I'm not sure. Smiles are free. See footnote. Fast food is fun, but many times expensive. You want to eat out, and you want to eat fast. Then you're going to pay for it. I admit that some cost more than others, but it is, after all, cheaper to eat at home than to buy eating out all week. Why, I've seen my pockets drain so fast, it's pitiful. How fast? Well, just the other day, I opened my wallet, and the cashier said, Sir, that's alright. I already have your money. Why, it seems the only thing they offer for free is a smile. See footnote. Well, that's good, because... After what you pay for what you get, you're going to need some cheering up. Now, a burger isn't so bad unless you go to a top notch place. But add the fast fries and fasty drink, and what do you have? That will be seven ninety five at the first window, please. Shoot, no wonder they call the place Wendy's. Your money blows away faster than you can catch it. Well, at least the smiles are free. See footnote. footnote smiles are free but you still have to pay sales tax
1: hello i'm james kennison and i host a clean cut comedy podcast called that story show where we put your hilarious real life stories and anecdotes in the spotlight in other words you send in your stories and we share them with the world We tell stories about embarrassing moments, miscommunications, people trying to get into the wrong cars, silly things kids say, goofy stuff our pets do, you know, stuff we can all relate to and laugh at. So listen and find out how you can send in your own stories to be read on an upcoming episode. Find that story show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast app, or just say, Alexa, play that story show. Hope to hear from you soon.
0: Here's something from Fred Passmore and John Laughan from Sheaf Laughs Comedy. You can find that over at christianskitscripts.com. Check this out.
3: Well, I sometimes like to share material of my own on the show, so that's what I'm doing this week. You know, we can't always tell what kind of burden others are bearing. And in our rush to accomplish our agendas, we can sometimes miss an opportunity to be an encouragement. Here's a prime example of that in a skit I wrote and produced called The Man with the Shellfish Heart. Sometimes, people get into trouble. Sometimes, they have a friend or loved one looking for them. And sometimes, they're just lost. When somebody needs to be found, that's where I come in. My name is Wrigley. I'm a private detective. It was a steamy Saturday night in our southern coastal city, and I was standing in front of the seediest dive in town, a seafood place called The Raw Bar and Grill. But I wasn't afraid, because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the bar. So, with my chin out, my fedora cocked with a hair trigger, and a fresh stick of spearmint in my kisser, I went in. The place was filled with human refuse, the waste of a user society. With eyes like two steel wool pads, I scoured the place thoroughly. I was looking for a guy named Pittman, first name, Stu. Finally, through the dimly lit haze of smoke, I saw a likely suspect. He was sitting alone, staring a bottle of root beer into submission. Your name's Stu? Who wants to know? The name's Wrigley. Private detective. I ain't done nothing wrong. Didn't say you had. Just got a couple of questions to ask you. Get lost, gumshoe. Been lost. Didn't like it. Now, you're gonna answer me? Or am I gonna have to get... tough? Yeah, yeah, my name's Stu. What's it to ya? Been looking for you. Your garage has been closed for weeks and your phone's disconnected. You hang out here a lot, Stu?
2: Mostly. Only folks around here call me Oyster. Oyster? Yeah, Oyster. Oyster stew. Hmm, what to my notes, Oyster.
3: I think I might have made a mistake. The guy I'm looking for goes by the nickname of...
2: Uh, and you know why they call me Oyster? Because I like to be left alone. Well, then I'll leave you alone and look somewhere... I live a solitary life, just like an oyster. And I like it that way. Well, I'll... And, like an oyster, I have a hard, crusty shell. A shell to keep the world away and to keep me away from the world. And I don't want to be bothered by anyone. And I don't need a friend. Okay, I'm hidden. But, like an oyster, hidden inside is a soft, vulnerable creature. A sensitive part, tender and gentle. All right, I'll leave you. But, like an oyster, I'm also slimy inside. Slimy and disgusted to look at in broad daylight. Too low to kick and too wet to step on. So I keep my shell closed and lie at the bottom of life's polluted riverbed in the filthy mud and rusty tin cans and worn-out old tires. Okay, catch it. But deep inside that crusty exterior, hidden even deeper. I think this guy wants to talk. Inside the slimy insides, there lies a pearl. And you know what's inside that pearl, gumshoe? A grain of sand. An irritating, painful piece of grit that gets inside your shell between your bivalve and your siphon, rubbing you raw, and you can't get it out, no matter how much pain it causes. You know what my pain was, Wrigley? A memory. Memory of a woman. It ate away at my heart until I wrapped it in beautiful memories of the good time we had, and it didn't hurt so bad anymore. You know what pain is, Wrigley? Yeah, because you're squeezing the dickens out of my shoulder. Women. Man, my grip. Can't live with them, can't live without them. And this dame, she was something special. Her name was Pearl. I've never found any woman that I had so much in common with. We both loved changing our engine oil on the weekend and running barefoot through the cow pasture. We both loved shooting squirrels as they walked over the telephone lines across the highway and watching them hit the road and get flattened by 18-wheelers. We loved picking our toes on the front porch as the sun went down and then watching our tapes of our favorite TV commercials. I remember those summer days, spent looking for snails in the garden, then surrounding them with salt and betting on which ones would melt first as they tried to get away. And we both loved to talk. You may not believe this, Wrigley. But there was a time I talked a lot. I never would have known. We would stay up till dawn, talking. We never listened to each other. We just talked at the same time. But it was like paradise, Adam and Eve in the garden. Except Pearl was a lot hairier than Eve, and she was bigger, and she hated apples cause they gave her gas. But like the garden of Eden, it couldn't last because there was just one little problem. We got to where we couldn't stand each other. I can't imagine why. I remember how it ended. It was last Valentine's Day. I forgot all about it and went fishing instead. She says she wanted somebody more romantic. She gave me back my issues of feeling and scream, and I gave her back her can of fix a flat and 40 piece socket set. She left me one thing to remember her by, this bottle opener with a mother of pearl handle Now every time I pop the top of a cold one, I'm reminded of Pearl's mother. And it helps make it easier. That was one hateful woman. Looking back, I figured out what went wrong. We were too much alike. We both saw too much of ourselves in the other, and we didn't like what we saw. But you just can't get away from yourself, and I've been making myself miserable ever since. Yeah, I'm ready to hurl. What was that? Uh, I said, uh, whatever happened to Pearl... Well, I heard that she got religion and opened up a combination homeless shelter and 24-hour car wash. She gives people a place to stay and food in return for their work at her car wash. Plus, they get to take a shower and clean their clothes while they work. Not too bad, huh? Sounds like you could take a cue from Pearl. Nah, there ain't room in my shell for God. I like it just the way I am. So you go back to whoever sent you, by gum, and you tell them that oyster stew don't want to be found. Nobody knows my business, and nobody's ever going to shuck and jive this oyster. I just want to be left alone. My heart ain't just broke. It's smashed and stomped on, and Valentine's Day is just another reminder of why it's better to just clam up and forget about love. Ain't nothing to it. So what'd you want to know? I've heard more than enough already.
3: Wrong stew. Sorry to bother you. Don't sweat it, gummy bear. Just one more thing, Oyster. There's somebody out there that sees you as a tasty morsel, and one day you're gonna be steamed open and swallowed whole into the mouth of hell. I'd advise you to find the Pearl of Great Price that the Bible talks about, and hide that away inside. Then you'll be in the right harvest when the nets are drawn in. What are you, a detective or a preacher? I'm a fisher of men. Here's
2: my card if you ever wanna open up and talk about it. I got nothing to say. I just wanna be left alone. So go on, get out of here.
3: See you around, Stew. I left Oyster to stew in his own juices. The stew I was looking for was the heir of a million-dollar estate, but there was no need to tell Oyster that. It would have only depressed him. The stew I needed to find was nicknamed Beef, and I knew one thing: I sure wasn't looking forward to hearing his story.
2: That's right. Just get out of here. Just walk out that door and forget about me. That's it, keep going. Who needs you? I don't need nobody. Just walk out, like everybody else in my life. Just take a hike and lose old Oyster Stew, the loser. Nobody wants a loser for a friend. Hey,
3: Dude. Stew.
2: You still here?
3: Yeah, well, I forgot something. What's that? What it's like to need a friend, and how to be one lukewarm you're right I have been I I meant the root beer oh well anyway I'm sorry look I'm going to a men's bible study tonight the topic is going to be God's love tougher than nails how about joining us Stu uh well I don't know afterwards the guys are coming over to my place for some food and fellowship how about it
2: well I I could use a little of both I suppose bottle of root beer ain't a very good listener sure why not It's about time I came out of my shell anyway. Gets kind of lonely in there. Come on, I'll give you a lift. Buddy, you already have. Hey, Bull, I'm out of here. You know, those things are bad for you. Yeah, I
3: know. Started chewing gum a long time ago and got in the habit. But I'm cutting back, down to
2: a pack a day. By the way, is the food any good in here? I don't think so. Gives me heartburn. I just came here to be more miserable.
3: (laughs) As we left the raw bar and grill, I realized that Stu had taught me a valuable lesson. He wasn't the one with the clammed up heart. I had been. Sometimes we need to do more than offer well-intentioned advice or even biblical quotes. Sometimes what the person needs first is an open ear, a heart willing to sympathize, and a shoulder willing to share the burden. It's easier to share the word of God if we've first shown the love of God. Well, that's my story. There's a lot of stories in the big city, and I had a feeling I was going to be hearing more of them. Except next time, I wouldn't mind quite so much. After all, the Lord took time to listen to me, and I'm sure glad he did.
0: Have a good day, and remember, laughter its a really good medicine.